Welcome to the Eyes Up Mindset Podcast, where we explore what it means to grow daily and find our best in every aspect of life. Welcome back to another episode of the Eyes Up Mindset Podcast. I'm John Shirky here with my friend and co-host, Jamie Wagner. Jamie, it's good to see you again. It's been, it, we just were talking, it's been only a couple of days, but it feels like it's been weeks since we got to touch base and, and connect. Yeah, that's kind of crazy because just having a business together, you know, if you go way back to our, you know, episode five, I believe Jared Hall said, you know, when you run a business together, it's kind of like being in a marriage. And uh, that's kind of what our relationship has turned into a little bit. We talk more or less every day and we haven't even, I don't, we haven't talked on the phone in like five days. So um, kind of odd, but yeah, it's great to connect. But that's how it goes in marriages even too sometimes where it's like, yes, you're connecting, you're communicating, but there's no real, like you just kind of get into this flow of what's happening in life and it just all of a sudden you got three or four days have gone by and it's like, where did those go and what did we do? Yeah, that's exactly what has happened in my life and I'm assuming yours as well and um, and that's kind of the topic today in some ways is, is this, you know, no, no guests today. We're going to touch base, um, between the two of us on, on some topics that we think are relevant for you guys. But that's, that's the piece of it is this idea of what happens when life happens and kind of like that slow fade begins, right? Cause we talked with, uh, you know, Jake Thompson about slow fade and this idea about life is a series of slow fades. And in the context we were talking with him was about friendships and you just kind of fade in and out of these friendships because they're unintentional. They're not on purpose, these sort of things. And life follows the same series of actions. And, and so I, I kind of just said, you just hit record. I have an idea. And so um, for those of you that don't know, I can't John, wait. John is kind of my therapist sometimes because this is what he is, um, he is trained to do. But one of the things that I've been realizing is, you know, now we're back to school and I'm teaching again part-time and like, that's really busy. We've been traveling a lot because there's some big life potential changes happening in our world. Um, my, my wife and I's, and so we've been super busy with that context. Um, you know, sports are starting again, you know, both nationally and that for some reason gets way too much of my attention. Not for some reason, it's, it's very interesting and engaging, but you know, us open and the NFL is back and NBA playoffs are happening. And then in Minnesota, they just passed that sports, high school sports are happening again, um, football and volleyball. And so now we have more responsibility as a business to go and serve some of these programs that we've worked with in the past and that are interested in working with us in the future. And you happen to be in Montana. And so like that falls on me being in person with some of these things. And so it's just kind of like everything has come at us in a way that's like, wow, I need to take a breath for a second. But then there's all these other things I want to continue to do, or I want to keep doing that I've had really good success with or that I've been really diligent and disciplined about. And yet this overlap has kind of washed those things away. And so 
from, from my perspective, I wanted to have a conversation with you about what happens when life kind of hits you in the face and you have to start over, you know, you have to, like, you've been making progress, you've been doing all this good work and you feel like you had some momentum going and then a week comes by and you haven't touched any of that stuff or your, your goals seem really far away again. What happens then, you know, and I know that this is real for all of us because life just shows up and it says, you got to pay attention to X right now. Also, we have a 10 month old who is mobile. Like she is everywhere right now. And so you're, you know, you turn your back for a second and she's like, where's our daughter right now? What, what room is she in in the house? And it's just like, your brain is fried. And so, um, so I thought I would ask you some, for some advice today, John, or that we could maybe get, to some advice today between the two of us and having a real conversation about this place of life. Well, and I think it's probably true of a lot of you out there listening too, because we just had school start restrictions on work and leisure are loosening like it or not. They're loosening. So people are out and about doing more things. We have more requirements on our time and our energies and like you said, you know, we, we are just coming out of this period where basically we're all on lockdown and you either had the opportunity to make some changes and get intentional about whether it's your physical health, your mental health, your relationships, whatever it was. And now again, life hits you in the face and it's like, oh, hey, we have all these responsibilities again and they're starting now. Well, I, and you also said it, like it happens to everybody. So what do we do about it? I think the first thing, and it goes back to what we've been talking about for it seems like forever, and, and maybe this is just the point, is awareness. Awareness that it is happening. Because the slow fade that you talked about, it only is a problem when you allow it to be day after day after day. A slow fade from today to you know, next week is in the grand scheme of things, not that big of a deal. But when you start to make choices every day that take you further away from some of that progress and some of those things that you prioritized not that long ago, every day you make that decision, first of all, gets a little bit easier to make that decision tomorrow. Well, that's and, the thing, right? And that's eventually, the hard part it, is like, I get stuck on this, like, oh, I haven't, I didn't do it yesterday. I didn't do it the day before. So now my streak is broken or this thing that I was working toward you know? And so, mm -hmm. yes, you say this. And I'm like, I know that that's true in my person, right? Like, I know that that's true. I got to pay attention to it, fix it, realize that it's happening, not let, you know, like James Clear, I think said habits are the compound interest of life, you know? And it's like, what's the most important factor in compound interest? Time. And so when you like have bad habits, the longer those things continue, the harder it is to fix that problem. Like the compound, it compounds negatively and like on the, in the converse it compounds positively. And I certainly felt that over the time, the last six months, you know, like things were compounding positively and now it feels like a week has gone by and I've struggled to be engaged in playing guitar or writing or reading these things that I really value. And like, how do I start again? You know? And that's, I mean, I didn't mean to derail your train of thought, but like that is the challenge. It's like, how do I get back going? 
Well, I, right. And the challenge is also not to then compare yourself to where you were and expect that that is where you are again. Now it's resetting expectations. You know, we talked to Tom a couple of weeks ago and off air, he challenged us to start thinking about this and we're still, we need to find somebody that is an expert in these, the expectations and resetting. I think that would be an incredibly valuable conversation, but that's what we're talking about, right? Where we have an expectation of this is how I was performing. I had this streak of days playing the guitar, days eating healthy, days, you know, exercising, reading, fill in the blank, whatever it is for you. And now I have a couple of days where I don't do it. And it's like, Oh, well, now I feel bad about myself because I'm not at the same spot I was three days ago. Well, it's about resetting that expectation and saying, okay, I'm, I have to start from here. The reality is whenever you started that streak, it was the same. There was a day where you chose to slow fade in a positive direction. It didn't happen all at once. Right. But, and that's the cool thing about it is it works both directions. More times you make that choice of, for the things that you prioritize, the easier it is tomorrow to do it. But there's a thing that you and I have talked about and I think is a struggle for people sometimes is giving yourself some grace, not beating yourself up about having a bad day, having a bad week, whatever it is, and saying, you know what? I'm, I'm going to screw this up. It's going to be up and down. And that's okay. I'm not perfect, but how do I move forward, right? One, I think what's really interesting about this as I reflect a little bit as you say some of this stuff, give yourself some grace, and we've certainly had that conversation. But so much of our life has been like dictated by timetables and deadlines, and a lot of the stuff that we're talking about has no deadline, right? It's just it's something we want to get better at for life. Like, and so, so many of us are willing to sign up for an activity for two weeks or for a month or for six months. And you, like, you're willing to invest if you know the end date, if you know the end goal. What about like when the end goal is your end date, right? When it's, I want to be this, I want to be better at this thing for the remainder of my life. Well, you have to have grace because you're not perfect and you're not going to do it every single day. You're not like if you told me, all right, Jamie, I, your challenge here is to play the guitar every day for three weeks. Done. Like, what do I get at the end? I don't even need anything, right? Just somebody challenged me to do it. It's time to do it, right? If you said six months, it's going to be harder, but I just did that. I think I missed two days in six months you know? Um, and that was with a bunch of things. I had a ton of stuff that I had chosen to engage with, um, that I was going to work on. And I, and I got a lot better at it, but it wasn't, you know, not just writing, not just guitar, not just reading. There's a bunch of other stuff there too. But now like thinking about that being an obligation for the rest of my life, <laughs> you know, cause like, when's the end date? When does this end? you know, we, is it a year? Like, would I feel satisfied if I did it every day for a year? Well, I don't know because a year later, if I didn't touch it again, I probably, you know, like let's use guitar, just stay in that example. 
Like if I didn't play the guitar for a whole year, I'm not going to be very good at it. If I don't, you know, like all the progress I made for a year might not be there. Some of it would be obviously, but so like, it's an ongoing continuous battle and that is really stressful mentally, you know, sometimes, sometimes it's like, yeah, that's awesome. I want to stay in this fight for as long as I can, because I know that's the best version of me. But sometimes like, man, this is a grind. But it's about, it's also about setting up a process by which you can evaluate that. Right. You're, you don't have to play guitar for the rest of your life. And I think that's an excuse that we use. That's a really handy excuse. Well, I don't, I don't know how long I can do this for. Okay. So give yourself a shorter time frame. Give yourself two weeks. If that's what works for you, and, and you're like, two weeks is something that I can commit to. I'm going to read for the next two weeks. I'm going to go for a walk every day for the next two weeks. Cool. And then at two weeks, put a reminder on your phone or in your email or wherever on your mirror that says, reevaluate on this date. And then you say, okay, is that, is that the thing that I want to continue? Have I consistently made that a priority in my life? And will, do I want to continue? Because we all go through stages of life, right? And seasons of life where I'm a golfer. I grew up golfing. I played a ton of golf when I was in high school and just out of college. And then I kept playing golf, but not a ton. And then I went through a period of maybe four or five years in my life where I played like three or four times a year, which for me was almost nothing. And now this summer I got to play a bunch because of the stage of life, the season of life I'm in. And I also was able to make it a priority and, but it's just going to come and go just like you with your daughter crawling around being more of, you know, a, a magnet for your time and your energy is that you have to prioritize those things and say, you know, this is what I can do now. And, and if it's longer than two weeks, great. But it's about that reevaluation process and not saying I have to do this forever. There doesn't, there can be a shorter end date and then you start over or you start something else. And so I know that some books have made regular appearances on this show on our podcast, but like I seriously, if you haven't read Atomic Habits by James Clear, like read it. It's fantastic. And he talks about make it easy, right? If you want to change a behavior, like make it easy to achieve. And that's what you're talking about. Because when you say, I want to do this for the rest of my life, it seems super, super daunting. When you say, I need to do this for two weeks. Cool. Like I can do that. And this is like the, the new year's resolution thing. Somebody's like, Oh, I'm going to do it all year. You know, I'm going to do this for the whole year. Well, how long does it last? A couple of weeks. And why does it only last a couple of weeks? Is because you don't check back in. You don't reevaluate after a certain time. You're like, okay, I'm doing this a, a little bit. You know, am I meeting a goal? Am I meeting an expectation? What I think has been really fascinating about this, and I didn't think about this until we started this conversation, is a couple of weeks ago, I dropped my computer um, and the screen broke. And because Apple is crazy busy right now and you have to like schedule not only if you want to get something fixed you have to schedule a shopping appointment if you just want to go there to shop you have to schedule so you can't get into the store 
and you can't get your like, so I haven't been able to get my screen fixed. Well, that's the computer. And this is my own problem because I could just put it in a Google doc, right? But I have it in an Excel spreadsheet, all of, all of my tracking, all the things that I pay attention to and write down every day. If I had to write a zero every day in how many pages I read or how much time I spent playing guitar, I would do it, right? But right now, because my screen is broken, I have is this convenient excuse to say, oh, I don't ever see it. I don't ever notice it. I don't ever pay attention to it. And then the day kind of fades away and I'm like, oh, I didn't do this today. I didn't do this thing today that I really value and prioritize because it just kind of slips away. And when I have that document open, every time I look at my computer, you know, cause it's almost always open. It, it reminds me, you know, so his rules are make it easy and make it obvious. Well, when I'm not seeing it consistently, it's really easy for it to fall apart. And so this is kind of how our therapy sessions work. Podcast listener. John says some things and then I have a realization and then I talk a lot. Um, but <laughs> like, but that's, that's a huge part of it for me. I think is that when I write it down, when I make it obvious to myself, it's much easier to do also. But it's also, it is about that expectation piece and, and the excuses we allow ourselves to make uh, a couple, couple weeks ago, I, had a post in our Facebook group and it's like, what's the most common excuse that you use to not make progress because excuses kill progress. And we all have similar ones, right? I don't have enough energy. I didn't sleep well last night. I don't have time because I have all these other things. And it just made me think, cause you know, similarly for me, I have some, some family stuff going on that we're trying to deal with. Um, you know, my wife and I are also kind of in the middle of life transitions. Are we going to stay living where we're, we are currently? Are we going to move because of work stuff? So there's all these things that are convenient excuses, but when you start to actually look at them, like, do I not actually have time to play guitar for 10 minutes? Yeah. Well, no, no that's, that's, it's so, I mean, and I'm not, I'm going to say it because it's you, but like, it is so soft. And I say that to me too, Right. Um, but it, it, again, it comes back to intentional living. What are you going to prioritize? And yes, you need to take care of your daughter and you need to spend time with your wife and, and, and doing that. But at the same time, you have the 10 minutes, the 20 minutes, everyone does. If you, if your excuse is time, that's garbage because you spend time on social media you spend time, you know, at the water cooler at work, you spend time, you know, looking, reading the, yes, you know, Deanna, something. Yeah. Absolutely. And we've talked about that before, but you have to be aware of it. And if you're not, then it's, you can make that excuse and it's fine. But the other side of it too, uh, another helpful thing, you said, what else can we do? We had one of our fr good friends reach out to us the other day and he's like, Hey, my sleep pattern is, is off because I get home from work and I do all these things and then I just end up getting into a TV show or a documentary or a book or whatever it is. And all of a sudden it's midnight or one o'clock and I have to be up again early in the morning and it just repeats. And then what happens is I have this internal voice that says, Oh, you're not even strong enough to make the decision to go to bed. Well, okay. But 
you, one, you got to give yourself some grace Two, you got to, you're prioritizing something for some reason. It's just becoming aware of it. And, and then, well, and that was my response to that text message was what's, what's the why, right? What's the why? And so much of this conversation echoes so many of the podcasts that we've had because the, the advice that we've been given here by the, by our guests, the, the challenges that have been laid out by them are so every day applicable. Right. And, you know, Seth asks Seth Olson, former NFL player, like, what's your why, right? What's your why behind that? That's not just like, why do you want to play football and get better at that thing? Why do you want to be a great leader in your business? Why do you want to be a great parent? Like some of those questions are easy and obvious, but why, why do you want to go to bed earlier? Like, why do you want to stay up later? What's the thing there that you're trying to get by doing that? And when you can start to ask that question, and that's self-awareness also, you know, and then you say, Hey, that's softness to have, you know, those excuses are softness. I just hear coach Jay again, like, okay, let's go. Like next let's go, you know? And it's, and to me, that's the challenge that I need to hear right now. It's like, all right, the last two weeks were tough. Last week and a half was tough. Okay. Let's punch that sucker in the face and let's go, you know? And it's just so many of us, I think you're right. I think at just right now, you know, middle of September, 2020, you're, we're being faced with a new series of challenges again. And a lot of us are probably facing a similar thing where it's like, man, I felt like I was making progress. I felt like I was going in the right direction. And now all this stuff is sitting on my plate. What do I do? Yeah. And it's, you got to pick it. You might not have time for all of those things that you were doing, yeah. but you do have time for the most important things. And remembering that it doesn't have to be this ridiculous amount of time and energy that you're devoting to it. If it's working out and you were working out for an hour a day and all of a sudden maybe you don't have an hour, but do you have 10 minutes every morning to go for a walk? Yeah, probably instead of hitting the snooze one more time or having this extra, take your second cup of coffee on your walk instead of sitting, having your second one. And then, ah, shoot, I only got a few minutes before I get to get to work or I have to do this thing. Right. So it's identify what's the most important and then set a realistic expectation, reset a realistic expectation. Yeah. I, you said something really important. Like, you know, for me, I, I chose like six or seven things I was going to try and do every single day. That's serious. I mean, I'm, I'm serious. You know this. Um, yep. But all of those aren't super important. You know, they're things I want to do, but they're not things that I need to do. They're things that mm-hmm. might help my mental health or might help me think. But you know what else helps my mental health? Making supper for my family. Like, and having my wife feel like I'm there and involved, you know? And so there, there are choices that need to be made. You know, there are choices, but you can still prioritize these things. Like you said, there is some time you might not have all of the time. And that's a tremendous like challenge for me because I want to do it all. And I want to compare myself to the person I was three weeks ago because I had all this other time you know, or a month and a half ago because we're locked in the house, 
you know, and you can't go out and do all these different things. And I wasn't working, you know, cause school hadn't started yet. And we weren't serving any teams because it's the middle of summer. It's a dead period. Like, Oh, I have all of this time. Well, no longer is that true. What do I really want to do? I don't know that I know the answer to be completely honest. I don't know what of those things are the most important for me, but that's a really important question, obviously, because otherwise well, I just won't do any. Well, and one, one way to figure that out though, you know, another potential tool for people out there, if you've never done an energy audit, you were talking about, you had this conversation with your wife. We were having this conversation before we hit record was what are some things that are on your plate that are draining to your energy? And so maybe you want to just explain that tool that we've used with, with people before where it's like identifying the things that drain us, identifying the things that fill us up. And then how do we look to balance that? You know, whether it's our personal or our work lives, I mean, it, it's applicable to all, all of those things. Yeah. This, I, I don't exactly remember where I heard this. I think it's the Craig Rochelle leadership podcast. So, uh, all credit due to whoever told us this or whoever gave us this idea, but we use this with some of our, our clients is an energy audit. So you make a list of things that you have to do on a daily basis that are plus side column and minus side column. And then to differentiate between what's really a positive and what's really a negative, we call them plus ones and plus twos, minus ones, minus twos. And so for me, for example, as a teacher, like grading, I, can't handle grading. Grading is a minus two and a half probably for me. It's the one thing I really, really struggle with as a teacher. Even though I know feedback is incredibly important and I want like to give feedback, I would rather give feedback in a one-on-one -on -one conversation. I would rather give feedback as comments on a work. I don't think that a grade, an A, a B, a C, a D, uh, is, provides much value in terms of feedback any longer. It may have at one point in time, now I'm just down in the weeds on this conversation, but grading is a minus two for me. Plus two for me is getting to have a personal conversation with a student. When I am able to talk to them about where they work or what they did this weekend or, you know, how practice went last night in a, in a sport that I wasn't involved in, like, and then to see them kind of light up and to be engaged in the conversation and to be personal, that's a, that's, you know, that's awesome. In my home life, like a minus one or a minus two is folding clothes. I don't like to fold clothes, right? A plus two for me, and this is different than when you and I live together, John, a plus two for me is like making sure that everything is picked up and kind of organized tidy. Like when it's done, I'm very, very happy, right? <laughs> and so that I probably learned from you. But you just go through some behaviors in your life. You know, playing guitar is a plus two, right? How can I not prioritize things that are plus two? You know, like that seems crazy to me, but I still don't do it every day. And so go through some things in your life that are really positive encouragement for your energy. And then some that are potentially a little bit positive that are like, okay, that's a good thing. And then minus one, minus two in the same regard. And, you know, if you're in a relationship, like maybe you can ask your spouse or your, you know, significant other to carry some of those minus twos for you because they might not be minus twos for them. My wife kind of likes folding clothes. Well, and I was just going to say, just because it's on your minus side doesn't mean you don't have to do it, right? Like for you as a teacher, just because a minus two is grading doesn't mean you can't not grade. You still have to figure out a way to do it. But once you have 
the awareness of what fills your bucket, what drains you. Now you can start to put a plan into place. How do you prioritize? How do you organize your day? I think it was the Craig Groeschel because he talked about how do I schedule meetings around, you know, the beginning of my week or the beginning of my day or the end of my day? Do I know that I work really well at lunchtime? Great. Let's do the hardest things, the things that are going to take the most emotional energy and put them there because that's when I'm at my best. Now, the things that are a little bit more mindless, now I find time to do those things at a different time and I schedule it. And so as you become aware of those things, you can prioritize, you can make a plan and build around those things, but it doesn't mean you don't get to fold clothes. I mean, you still might have to fold the clothes, Jamie, but for sure I do not all the time. My wife's great, yeah. but that's a great, that's a great reminder. I, we do this with teams and I forget that the reason we talk about this is so that you can make a plan so that you can get intentional, right? Don't just identify, use that information for your benefit. Right. Well, and that's a little, this to come most of the full circle here. We started this conversation with like, where did the last 10 days go? And it's part of that part of what happens when you are feeling like life is a blur is that you, you aren't intentional about how you are spending your time, what you are prioritizing. And yes, sometimes things come up and you have to react. That's, you know, that's part of life. But how do then, how do we get back to, hey, here's what drains me. Here's what gives me energy. How do I make a realistic expectation of those activities for where I'm at right now? Give myself some grace. And sometimes you need other people in your life to say, hey, it's okay, but let's go. Like, it's okay, but now what? No question. I think, you know, if I have to pull a takeaway from this, it's get specific and intentional, invest somebody in the process with you, share it, give that information away, like have one of these conversations with somebody else so that you can hear from somebody, Hey, it's okay. But now what, what are you going to do? You know, and I'm grateful for you uh, that we get to have these conversations. I'm grateful that we get to have these conversations in a way that might benefit someone else. You know, if you guys have questions or struggling with the same thing, by all means, come check us out, you know, check out our Facebook group and begin this discussion in there. Cause I guarantee you other people are, are struggling through the same thing. We look forward to, we, we got another great guest coming up next week. I'm excited. So we'll get back to interviews, but sometimes life just hits you and you got to talk about it. You got to readjust and move forward. So we're going to keep going. You guys out there do the same. And as always, we up.